If you're tuning into this podcast, it shows you care a great deal about your child's health. So I want to share with you my video course on nutrient supplementation for children that I just published on udemy.com. If you check the description of this episode for the link to my website where you can sign up to my mailing list, as soon as you sign up, I'm going to send you a voucher so that you can get this video course for free. And in the course, I'm going to discuss the most important supplements for children and how to pick quality supplements, how to avoid poor quality ingredients, how to avoid potentially harmful extra ingredients, and basically how to steer clear of the marketing ploys designed to sell us inferior quality supplements. So I hope that you get value out of this course. I'm sure that if you apply the knowledge you learn in it, you will save not just time researching these supplements, but also money. And most importantly, you will get the best quality supplements that your budget will allow so that you can provide your child with the nutritional support that they need. So check out the description for the link to my website where you can sign up to my mailing list. And as I said, as soon as you sign up, I'll send you the the coupon to get the course for free. And if you do sign up, please let me know how you find it. If there's any other information you would like me to include or any other feedback, I would be very grateful if you could send me that. Thank you. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you in a bit more depth about the Clostridia family of bacteria. The reason this is an important conversation to have is Clostridia species have been implicated in autism and we have the means to test for certain Clostridia species with the organic acids test that I've spoken to you about before and we'll continue talking to you about this test, the organic acids test, because it's so important and so valuable to run for your child. Now, the there was an important study in the early 2000s that found that autistic children not only had more Clostridia species than their peers in the study, but they also had higher numbers of those species. So there's about 100 or so Clostridia bacteria species that we have identified so far. Most of them are not really harmful. They're beneficial or at least not harmful as far as we know. But a few of these Clostridia species are harmful. You may have even heard of some of them. Um, Clostridium difficile is the most infamous one. And then a few other harmful ones are Clostridium tetani, Clostridium perfrigens, and Clostridium botulinum. And what's the problem with Clostridium? So many of the Clostridia species are resistant to a lot of antibiotics that we have, especially commonly used ones to treat in ear infections, for example. So in part, this is because some of these Clostridia species are spore forming. So spores are basically like the eggs that they kind of lay and the antibiotic may kill the bacteria, but it does not act on the spores. So they are left behind and they are they allow to kind of the, the infection to persist even after antibiotics. So this is why Clostridium difficile in hospitals is such a, you know, it kills tens of thousands of people because, you know, they use antibiotics in hospitals and, 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 and things like that. But the Clostridium species are, you know, resistant to that because of the spores. So people are very susceptible in those instances to kind of these antibiotic resistant bacteria. The, the other problem with the spores is that they are also resistant to heat and they can survive our stomach acid. 
other defense mechanisms. So it really leaves us in a tough spot when, you know, if, if you give a young child antibiotics, let's say for a near infection, then you kill off the, all the bad bacteria, you kill off all the beneficial protective bacteria, and you leave behind harmful clostridia. And this really leaves them vulnerable to clostridia overgrowth. And this has been found in many autistic children. This is why it's so important for me to, to talk to you about clostridia. So the clostridia family of bacteria are highly metabolically active. They can ferment carbohydrates and even some of the amino acids that we eat. So the amino acids are building blocks of protein and clostridia species can take them and basically they eat them in a sense and they create a range of compounds that can be toxic to the gut, brain and nervous system. And one of those is propionate, which is short chain fatty acid that's also been implicated in autism and there's a couple of other ones that i want to talk to you about and this is a little bit more technical than most episodes but it is important and you'll see in a, in a couple of minutes why so the first metabolite that clostridia produce is called for cresol or also known as p cresol and what the reason it's important for you to be aware of this is because the organic acids test for this right so the one of the main mechanisms this compound damages health is it basically when the clostridia species take the amino acid tyrosine fermented into this four cresol it can get through the gut into the central nervous system and there it can bind with an enzyme called dopamine beta hydroxylase DBH, which converts the neurotransmitter dopamine to noradrenaline, or if you're in the USA, norepinephrine. So, for cresol gets stuck in the DBH enzyme, thus it prevents dopamine from getting converted into noradrenaline. What happens next? Well, we have buildup of dopamine in the central nervous system and the brain. Now, the problem with this reaction uh, of the inactivation of the enzyme is it's irreversible because the four cresol gets jammed into the enzyme and it cannot get unstuck so it's rendered permanently inactive now we have a, a buildup of dopamine and not enough norepinephrine is being or noradrenaline is being produced in in, in the in the central nervous system this causes neurotransmitter imbalances and as you can imagine that's not going to affect behavior very well. Now, dopamine is also a very reactive molecule. So the more of it builds up in the central nervous system, the more it has a chance to kind of damage uh, nerve cells, brain cells, to de uh, deplete uh, antioxidants and just cause basically wreak havoc in there. So certainly not a desirable scenario. Now, this is why testing for this compound on the organic acids test is so useful because the more of it that is produced that can be detected in your child's urine, the, it's, it's associated with a higher amount or higher numbers of Clostridium difficile bacteria. And the nice thing about knowing that is we know what to do about Clostridium difficile infection. So there are certain antibiotics that still work on, on them, there are certain herbs, and there are certain probiotics that you can give to your child in order to reduce those clostridia numbers. So this is why it's so important that I'm bringing this to your, to your attention. Now, 
another component called HPHPA, which is um, the short name for for the the chemical, but it is produced by Clostridium botulinum sporigenes and calorie tolerance. Sorry, I, I, it's difficult. But what's important to know about this chemical is that it also can inhibit that enzyme I was talking about, dopamine beta-hydroxylase. So it can also cause neurotransmitter imbalances in the brain, which of course, it's easy to deduce that that will cause behavioral changes, right? So this is another chemical that the organic acids test tests for. This is why it, I felt it's so important for you to know. And I, I talk about these two for Cresol and HPHPA in my book as well, because it's super important. So this is just a quick primer on Clostridia. In future episodes, we'll talk about what to do about uh, when those numbers are high on the organic acids test and what, you know, what actions you can take. So thank you for listening and I hope to see you on the next episode.